What you say you think and what you think you attract. A more awakened being will think before speaking and expect to attract, for they are deliberate in their thoughts, words, and deeds. Thoughts are as real as heat, light, sound, and electricity. Research shows that light and heat are manifested by a lower vibration than thought and sound. Think about that for a moment. Light and heat vibrates lower than thought and sound. Welcome or welcome back to Wellness Through the Lens of Love. I am Willita Mooring and it is a joy and a pleasure to be with you again. In this episode, I bring to you the healing power of thought energy and the spoken word. Thoughts are things and move in every direction. Thoughts are needed as a part of a process to manifest a new invention or to create a piece of art or an intricate wood carving and everything in between. Thoughts have a drawing power and will bring to us others that share the same energy, thoughts, and beliefs. Thoughts have the ability to draw things to us like circumstances, love and luck, great people and opportunities, and it also has the ability to draw hatred, anger, discontent, lack of belief, lack of purpose, and lack of luck. So what makes the difference? The thoughts you feed or hang out with. Thoughts create an energy which is often palpable, depending on the state of the person. An anxious and worried person has a different energy signature than a depressed and lonely person. An angry and loud person's energy signature is different than the person who finds fault in everything and hates darn near everyone. The person who has the ability to see the Christ energy in all beings has an energy signature that soothes all others. Each person has a thought process and a manner of speaking that is unique to their behavior and vice versa. It's not uncommon to walk into a crowded room and sense your way through it. Whether they are speaking or just standing there, your gut and other spidey senses will guide you. If you are of a higher vibration, due to your thoughts, words, and action, you will draw more people to you. If you are a nervous Nelly, afraid, intimidated, you may stand alone until you decide to leave because your energy signature is not inviting to anyone at all. Thought energy will find itself at its matching energetic level and will lovingly warn you if the energy is a no-go. Dense thought energy has the ability to muddy the perception about life leading to a downward spiral with the sensation of loss and hopelessness, lack of willpower, depression, and desperation. 
This thought process creates a vicious and perpetual cycle that appears to be endless. The words you choose to express your feelings will match the energy and the vibration of your thoughts. Needless to say, it is not pretty and it has the ability to repel the very people or groups you want to hang out with. Don't blame them. It's purely energetic. At this time, the energy and vibration just does not match. Do you remember the expression, misery loves company? That is also purely energetic. For these people, time moves slowly. A 24-hour day can feel like the longest day of their life. What intensifies this experience are the words they speak and the frequency in which they speak them. The body and mind cannot heal in this environment. On the other hand, you can choose to be in a perpetual state of flow created by your previous self-affirming thoughts, self-love, and deliberately chosen words the thought energy will be substantially lighter, more expansive, and inviting. Here's an example. Let's say that the previous scenario represented your life before, and at some point you were thoroughly disappointed or shattered by an outcome you were not expecting, like your mate leaving you for another woman or man, or perhaps getting fired from a job. After allowing a wallowing period for an undetermined amount of time, you find yourself getting sick and tired of feeling unworthy, sad and depressed, alone and afraid, and emotionally at rock bottom. Some would call this the dark night of the soul. You make a decision to change at a soul level and vow that no one will get in the way of this change. Because you are highly charged to the point that every cell is in agreement to what you are going to do, your body knows that you're serious. And now you start to get images of possible hurdles and distractions. You accept the challenge and declare... I will be victorious, and it does not matter the length of time. It only matters that I heal completely and I see the beauty in my life without fear, self-loathing, and doubt. I will emerge stronger than ever, knowing that I am and will be divinely inspired and guided along the way. Once your decision was made, the process of experience of ex, um, the process of exercising your will, determination, and spiritual muscles began. You discerned not to share this information with anyone because you knew that there would be some, some members of your family or friends that would only want to talk about your previous past event. Did that make any sense? That would only want to talk about your past event and attempt to persuade you that your goal was unnecessary. That was not an option. Every day, all day, you had to remind yourself of your mission. 
your goal. At first, it was difficult. You committed to positive and loving self-talk, mirror work, affirmations, declarations, exercising your body and mind, meditation at the level of your understanding, filling your space with books, new inspirational music and podcasts, and possibly even some creative projects to help uplift your spirit. You committed to meeting new people who possessed a higher level of energy, knowledge, and fun. And now, it's easier because you have started to change for the better. You are noticed by the very people who ignored you before because you committed to change for the better. Due to your commitment, your energy and vibration is slowly shattering the heaviness that was and is moving in the direction of what will be. Day by day, it gets easier and easier, and you no longer feel as if you're faking it until you make it. It starts to feel real, and now the words you choose to convey your thoughts change as well, for the better. You are more present in your conversations, and everyone around you starts to notice. Everyone becomes aware of it. You start to feel an energy shift or a type of flow which accompanies mindful communication. You will know when you are in that flow because time will appear to speed up. In other words, you will lose track of time. Hours will go by and it will feel like minutes. It is absolutely amazing when it happens. Oh, after being in the flow for hours, it's not unheard of to be so relaxed that you will want to take a nap or rest afterwards. You are in the presence of a lot of expanded energy and it was moving through you. Sometimes you may find that you are very hungry. I know I do, and I will eat like a delicate pig. There's absolutely no shame in my game. Weightlessness is the natural state of flow. So if you choose to eat during or afterwards, you do not have to think about gaining any weight, as those two will not exist in the same space. Gaining weight while being weightless, it just won't happen. Whenever or whatever you choose, just enjoy the sensation and chill out. You won't regret it. Now, being mindful in your conversations means choosing your words wisely. You can still have fun. You will just have fun while choosing your words wisely. Your words have a creative and healing power with permissions to alter your space and time into reality. Once spoken, you give it life and the right to come to pass. Just ask yourself, do I want to heal or destroy with my words? Do I want to encourage or be the discourager with my words? Do I want to speak in love or in fear? 
It is easier to make the right decision if you remember that whatever you say to another comes back to you, energetically speaking, that is. You speak to others as you would speak to yourself, knowing that you are a child of God or the divine or Yahweh, Muhammad, or my beloved. You get the point. Speak to them as if they are God's creation, because they are. I look at words like they're seeds planted in my thoughts and mind. And whenever words have come to maturity, they appear as images. It is believed that images come first and then words. When I prepare to speak, I see the image or images that represent the word or words. Needless to say, I'm very deliberate in what I say. Even in fun, I am deliberate when I speak. In fun, the words may be delivered in a goofy manner. It is still very deliberate. I have had moments that has taken me by complete surprise. What came out of my mouth I had nowhere to no way to prepare for. I couldn't see it, so I couldn't filter it. My response was generally, where in the world did that come from? So why am I telling you this? As you start to heal your thoughts and mind through your words, being deliberate matters greatly. You will reap what you sow. It may not happen overnight, just know that it will happen. Be deliberate with your words. Start that today. The law of manifestation is activated through your thought energy and the spoken words, combined with your emotion and the image of your desired outcome already being present for you to enjoy. Here's what I mean by that. If your desire is to heal your body, your thoughts should be about what it looks like to live your best life with your healthiest body. While your words are speaking in the present of how it feels to have that body. Here is a little something that I do on a daily base. I prepare my statement, which is my goal. I will write it down. I will ask a question. I will declare my statement. I will affirm and I will visualize. And the best part of that is I will tell no one about the goal because I want absolutely no opportunities of anyone attempting to change my mind about what it is I'm doing for my life. So let's go back, okay? Okay, here's an example of my day, usually the morning, though I set my my phone, my phone's alarm, so that I can visit this process two to three times a day. And it really does only take 
a couple of minutes. So there's no reason for me not to do it. So I start with a statement. This is my example. My goal is to enjoy my perfect health and to develop a strong, lean dancer's body. And then I will write that down. And the reason that the writing is an important part of this process is because to state a goal and not write it down makes it a fleeting thought that stands little chance to come into fruition. So you just write it down. The question I may ask, how can I best serve my healthy body today? Do you see how I kept that in the affirmative? My declaration may be, my physical body and my spiritual body is clear and feeling really, really great. Or I could choose, my body is an amazing healing organism. How about this one? My mind and spirit provides a wealth of healing energy to my body. Now, I will affirm, affirmation are beautiful things when you, can, when you go through the whole process. And with affirmation, I choose I am to start all of them because I understand the power of I am. I am is the great magnifier. So anything that is said behind it is magnified. I am exerting my mastery and divine self, or I am asserting the mastery of my divine self. Now I will visualize. I will visualize my body just playing, laughing, and loving, and I see that it is its healthiest. I am outdoors, possibly picking some flowers, being grateful to have this body that has served me for 60 years. And I just visualize until I come back to my seated or lying down body. And best of all, everything that I just told you would be a secret to me. No one else needs to know because this is not a group effort. This is between me and the divine. And because the energy is contained that way, I increase the likelihoods of my success and that matters more to me than having anyone else knowing what I'm doing. Let's go back to the power of I am. Yes, I am is the great magnifier. And whatever you say behind it is magnified. Regardless of if it's in the positive or the negative. So tell me something, how often have you said something like, I am so fat, I am so stupid, I am so crazy, I am so tired, I am so, you fill in the blank. 
as much as I am is a magnifier, so is the word why. Why am I so fat? Why am I so stupid? Why am I so lazy? Why can't I have the love of my life? Do you get that? Anytime you ask a why question, you open yourself up energetically to get the exact answer. So the universe may show you that you are lazy because you do nothing. You have no desire. And you know what that does? It intensifies your desire to do more of nothing and become even more lazier. Or why you don't have a love? It points out every negative thing that you have done and shown you exactly why you can't get a love. On the other hand, asking why questions like, why am I so fortunate to have this beautiful life? Why am I so fortunate to have these children, though these beauties drive me absolutely nuts? Why am I so fortunate? Why am I so fortunate to be in this place at this time? Why am I so happy? Start asking why questions that will lead you to your goals. Let the universe open up to you in that fashion. Because if you ask your why questions correctly, you will be amazed at how many inputs you get to help correct whatever is going on in your life and lead you to your desired outcome. Okay, let me get off of my high horse and get back to the matter at hand. I've got an example for you to show you just how all of this works. Your desire is to get a much deserving raise from your employer. You decide to do some of what I spoke of earlier, except not on a consistent basis. You do, however, beg, plead, and bargain regularly without realizing that this act, ushered in by fear and lack of belief, is going to bring to you the exact opposite of what you want. Please, Lord, if you just give me this raise, I promise I will go to church. I promise I will go see my mother more. I promise that I'll do whatever you want if you can just see fit to make sure that I get this raise. To beg and plead shows a lack of faith in the process and your desired outcome is pushed away from you and all of your fear-based energy will draw in more of the same of what you do not want. So that raise that you're looking for, keep looking because it is not coming your way. All you had to do for, let's say, 30 days is just, you know, do what I suggested starting with the statement all the way down to visualizing and tell no one about it. Be consistent and watch what happens. 
you will raise your vibration. And if you know anything about money, which is also currency, you will raise your vibration to that of the higher currency. And now you draw it to you instead of pushing it away from you. Five to ten minutes a day, three times a day, is all it takes. Can you do that for yourself? What do you have to lose except possibly 45 minutes? You're worth more than 45 minutes. All right, today, set your goal, write it down, ask the daily question, declare it, affirm it, visualize it, and tell no one about it. This is important for your spiritual and your real life success. Regardless of what it is you are attempting to do, you must put it into action. And let it be known, this is not a selfish act. This, for you, is very much like taking care of self so you can take care of others. Do you understand that? It is no different than being in the airplane and them, the pilots telling the mothers, put your mask on first before you put the mask on your child. You need to be alive in order to care for your child. Just think about that. Okay, my darlings, we're getting close to the end. Remember, this process works for weight loss, pain relief, spiritual development, health, wealth, wisdom, a new home, a car, and so much more. The key is to be very specific about your desire without waffling back and forth. Practice daily with laser-like focus and enjoy the ride without giving any instructions to the universe of God, Yahweh, Muhammad, my beloved, or your higher divine self. Don't give them instructions on how to make it happen. Remember, you are just human, just a grain of sand in the big scheme of things. Enjoy the ride and let it happen and enjoy the process along the way. Let love and peace be at the center in your heart to minimize the fear in your head. Thoughts of gratitude for what you already have, love for who you already are, and speaking words of encouragement and appreciation to your soul will open the doors for miracles to happen. You are more than deserving, and you are more than enough. Believe it. We have reached the end and I thank you so much for tuning in. Your presence excites me and I thoroughly enjoy presenting to you.
Join me next Monday for another new episode, Healing Through Touch. Should this podcast be something that interests you, I would be grateful to you for joining me every Monday for a new episode. Tell three friends and let's build a community together. This podcast is my way of giving back. Sharing my knowledge and experience of wellness through the lens of love is a joy and I do it gladly. From time to time, I will bring to your attention a health product, book, or technology that has helped me along the way and can possibly do the same for you. It is your choice to purchase or not. Wellness through the lens of love will change your life for the better, inside and out, and on its own. Wellness is your birthright. You just have to choose it. Needless to say, I'm so excited for this journey we will take together. I want you to remember these two things. Love is the greatest healer of all, and I love loving you. Until the next time.